Hello and welcome to the Powerful Prayers Podcast, where we will explore the meaning of the Siddur together and be inspired to more powerful prayers. In this second episode, we'll begin with the, the daily prayer service. Now, many people would think that the daily prayer service begins when you arrive at the synagogue. Actually, it doesn't. In Judaism, the daily prayers do not begin with the formal synagogue service, but rather from the moment we wake up with the Moda'ani prayer. Now that prayer, which we'll elaborate on as we go through the rest of this episode today, is so crucial to be first thing in the morning, and so much so that in this first prayer of the day, Moda'ani, we do not mention any of the proper names of God, so that it can even be said before the ritual washing of the hands which is required prior to using a, the, one of the formal names of God. Why? Why is that so? Why do we have to start so early? Why do we, what lesson is there for us? What is this prayer, Moda'ani, and why is it so crucial to be the first thing we say every day? To understand this, we have to delve into a concept discussed in Jewish thought. And that is that when you're trying to understand something, the best places to understand it is by looking at the beginning and at the end. To come to a complete understanding of something is to look at the beginning and the end. For example, someone's building a house. They first have a vision in their head, their imagination, what the house is going to look like. And with an active imagination, the house can take on every single detail, doors, windows, placement of furniture, color of the wall, carpets, can all be there complete in your imagination. Then begins the process of transferring that imagined idea onto blueprints, into instructions to professionals, to the building of the house. And all those stages in the middle, you don't necessarily see a house there. You might see a hole in the ground, some con concrete, steel, wood, various parts. When do you next see the house in its totality is when it's completed. Judaism teaches that if you want to really get to the completeness of an idea, you look at the beginning and at the end. The beginning represents the condensed version, the idea, the condensed version of what will come, and the end is seeing the idea come to its fruition, to its useful capabilities. So when we have the prayer service, we have our daily prayers, morning day prayers, we have to look at the beginning and at the end, and that will give us an idea of the totality of what the purpose of the prayer is. The prayers begin with moda'ani, which literally means I admit or acknowledge that everything I have is from Hashem, from God, and ends with aleinu l'shabayach, that's the last part of the formal prayer service, is where we, it is incumbent upon us, we say, to thank and praise God for all the good, everything that, that He's given us. So from looking at the beginning and at the end of the prayer service, we realize that the purpose of our prayers is to acknowledge that all we have is from God and to come to praising Him and thanking Him for everything that we have. And just like any trip, when you're planning a trip, vacation, whatever it may be, business trip, you have to 
start with a plan, know what your where your plan is, where you want to go, and you have to have the end goal in mind. You could use GPS, Waze, and every other direction device in the world, but if you didn't enter the right address in, you're never going to arrive. You have to know and keep in mind the goal. So in our prayers as well, we have to keep in mind that these are the ideas, acknowledging God and that all is from Him and thanking Him for that. And that will guide us as we go through the rest of the prayer service. And just to tap back into our construction metaphor, the more you invest in the planning stages, in imagining exactly the details, drawing exact blueprints, the more effort and energy that's put into the planning, into the beginning stages, the easier and the smoother the rest of the construction will be. You won't realize halfway through building your home that I really would have appreciated another bathroom on the main floor, or I really would have wanted this and have to run the plumbing or electricity to a new spot. So with our day, that is one of the reasons why beginning the day with the Moda'ani as soon as we wake up, is so crucial. Because if we can internalize these lessons, this concept, that we're acknowledging that everything is from God, as soon as we get up, as soon as we begin our day, it will make the rest of the day flow smoothly. If the beginning goes well, goes well the rest of the project, if the planning goes well, the rest of the project will flow smoothly from there. So let's try to understand the message of these words. When we're sleeping, our conscious minds are off. We don't really have a sense of our, ourselves. Our brains subconsciously may be functioning, all sorts of interesting things happening, but our conscious mind is off. When you wake up and the first conscious thoughts come to us, usually it's about the I, the me. How am I feeling? How did I sleep? What do I have to do today? Oh no, there's a deadline that I have to get to, a trip I have to make. There's a lot about I in the first seconds after we wake up. The first word a Jew says when he wakes up is modeh, which means to acknowledge. Take that moment, that first moments of the day when it's natural to be focused on the I, on the I, the person, on your own self, and give it to God. What does that mean? Realize that whatever you're going to do in your day, is in the service or should be in the service of Hashem. Whether it's your prayers, whether it's your Torah study, whether it's your occupation, even taking breaks and relaxing, it's all in the service of Hashem. They're all in the service of God and developing ourselves as people, as Jews. So modeh means to acknowledge that all, all the parts that are myself, that are just hitting me right now as I wake up and return to consciousness, belongs to Hashem. The second word, ani, I. Now, often when you think about the fact that everything that I have is Hashem's, is under His control, you can start to negate your part in it. What are you, what am I doing? I have to do this because I have to. That's the second word, ani. I want to do it. I'm not just serving Hashem, not just serving God, doing the right thing, because I have to, because I got to, but because I want to. Lefanecha, in front of you. At all points in our day, keep in mind that we're in front of God. 
The next words are Melech Chai V'Kayam. Melech is a king who's high, alive, and Kayam enduring. It's hard for us to connect to the concept of a king, but at least we can try. Alive, it's not just a conceptual God, but we believe God is a real being who cares about us. Um, one of the famous rabbis in the Talmud, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, once blessed his students. They asked him for a blessing. And he says, my dear students, I wish it upon you that your fear of heaven should be the same as your fear of being discovered by other people. And his students looked at him in surprise, said, Rabbi, that's it? We should fear God, much, much fear doing wrong in front of God, much more than we feel other people. And he said, yes, you're right. Technically, you should. But practically, most people are much more afraid of their fellow man. Halavai, I wish that your fear of God would arrive to the fear of your fellow man. Because how many people are willing to skirt around the edges of the law when no one is looking and they're scared of being caught by another person, yet they forget the fact that God is always watching? So that concept that God has to be alive to us, kayam, enduring, at all times, God is there without any breaks. And my obligation is to do for God and do my fulfill my obligations as a Jew, as a person, without any breaks, even if I don't feel like it. Even if I'm sleeping and not consciously aware, God is there. He's there at all times. And now that we've reaffirmed our belief in God and our obligation to Him in the first half of the Moda'ani prayer, the second line is a thank you, Tim. Shehechazarta binishmasi. You have returned to me my soul. The gift of life itself. We woke up in the morning. Not everyone does. We thank God for giving us our lives back for the day. The gift of life with its endless possibilities. The chance, the ability to grow in the spiritual realms. To do better. While we were sleeping, we were essentially dead to the world. And we have to thank God for the miracle of waking up waking up again, just as we would understand that if someone rescued us from a life-threatening situation, we'd owe them our enduring, our everlasting thanks. While sleeping, our bodies are much less connected to the physical realm, and it's a miracle that we're back up and functioning again. Bechemla, with mercy, even if based on our actions, we may not be deserving of life, of health. God has mercy and grants it to us anyways. And it ends the last two words of the prayer, Rabbah Munasecha, great is our faith in you. Even though we may not change a lot today, we may not have done, we may not have done what we needed to yesterday, and we may fail to live up to God's expectations for today. But we're confident that just as He's given us life all these days, years, till now, He will continue to allow us the time to come close to him. Just to recap, the sentence is, we acknowledge, or I acknowledge in front of you, it's really I acknowledge in front of you, capital U, O King, who's alive and enduring, that you have returned to me, my soul, with mercy, great is my faith in you, that you will continue to give me a chance to try, to grow. These are the words that we say every morning right when we wake up. And we should train ourselves to 
accustom ourselves to have the thoughts that go along with it. And with them, we'll feel encouraged to get up, start our day, and continue with our powerful prayers.